Well, thank you very much. And once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time. Brother Munn speaking. Our program here called the Mariner's Call. What an opportunity to be able to be with you. Usually around the weekend period of time. Thank you for just being there. The book of Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 6. Here in the book of Hebrews, the Lord Jesus Christ is presented many times as being our high priest. Now, what about this work? What does this work liken unto? Hebrews chapter 6, all the way down to verse 18. Hey, by the way, uh, if I can ever help you with anything, please feel free to correspond with us. You can go to our website, which is very simple. It's just FOMM.org. And uh, you can sort of scroll around a little bit, find some things, leave us a message and so forth. Uh, Let us know that you listen to our program, please. The book of Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 6, verse 18, it speaks of God. And it says that by two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie. You know, isn't that wonderful? We might have a strong consolation uh, uh, to know God does not lie. That, that, that's consolation in itself. And it's also described as being a refuge. Who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope that's set before us. God cannot lie. Consolation, a strong refuge, a hope. What is this hope? Verse 19. Which hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, and which entereth into that within the veil. Now, what is this hope? Described as being as an anchor of the soul, is sure. Is steadfast. What is this hope? Might I say, who is this hope? Verse 20, whether the forerunner is for us entered, even Jesus made an high priest. I'm glad I know this one. All people would say from time to time, if you would ask them about Bible salvation, it said, sir, are you a Christian? I hope so. Always better than that. You said, What's better than that? All right. As far as hope is concerned, my hope is not my hope. Uh, Hope, my trust is in something. Uh, Who is this hope? The Lord Jesus Christ. It's good to know him as personal Savior. And he's described as being. How can I understand the work of the Lord Jesus Christ? He's described as being an anchor of the soul. Oh, I can go there. I can preach two or three hours on that one particular subject. I know something about an anchor. I spent the first part of my life as a commercial fisherman. We dare not ever leave the dock without an anchor. We just never did do that because it was a necessary part of our vessel. As far as my life is concerned, what do I need? Why do I need this Jesus Christ? He's described as being an anchor of the soul. Let's put it this way. In an unstable world, what can stabilize me? Only Jesus Christ, which hope we have as an anchor of the soul. We think about an anchor. What is it in its real form? It's a heavy object, usually a shaped iron weight, lowered down into the water by a rope or chain, and it keeps a vessel from drifting. Four different parts, the fluke, the arm, the crown, the stock, and there's some preaching in that, but I cannot go there. Why is he called an anchor? Well, God knows we're going to have storms to endure. We'll be tired. We need to rest. 
we need uh, some help to hold against the tide and the storm and the winds of, of time, you know. And in an unstable world, what can stabilize me? That is the living word of God, my Savior. Do you know him? All up and down, our life is like a vessel out at sea, just rocking back in. The devil rocking the boat. Is he rocking your boat, sir? What can give me stability, all right? Just knowing Jesus Christ as personal Savior. How do I get to know him? Anchors. Let's see if we can get four of them real quick here, all right? How do I find out about the Lord Jesus Christ? We, I have the anchor of the Word of God. Now, Jesus is not here literally with us. Uh, one day we'll be with him, amen? One day he'll come for us. Oh, but he's left us with the written Word of God. And the Bible is more than just a book that we drag around to church or we read from time to time. What does it do? In reading the Bible, it does something to stabilize ourselves. Someone may say, I remember the disciples one time, they had very, let's see, how would the uh, psychologists put it? They, they had very low self-esteem. And Jesus looked at him and he said, shame on some of you. I believe it's in the book of Luke, Luke chapter 12, verse 6, 7, and 8. He said, don't you understand you are of more value than many sparrows? What stabilize them and give them uh, that, that, that just that go power just to keep on preaching uh, the Christ that was before them? Uh, they knew that Jesus Christ loved them. As far as understanding some things about sickness and sorrow, I find that in the Bible, Second Corinthians chapter 1. I find God's called the Father of mercies, the God of all comfort. Do you see what I'm talking about? What can stabilize me in a world that just keeps me tossed to and fro? It's the book, God's book, the Bible. When the strong waves lift and the cables strain, Will your anchor drift or firm remain? I'm glad I'm anchored in Jesus Christ. Ah, oh, the living word. Oh, but he's given us the written word. And you know what I found therein? I trust this book. I believe this book, I don't, as far as uh, it makes no difference what I believe. It's true anyway. But I know with all my heart, it's the final authority on all matters of faith and practice. And you know, as you open this book, you know what you do? You find what this book is all about. Ah, uh, we get into the Old Testament, pictures and shadows, into the New Testament, all right, brings you right face to face with Jesus Christ, you know. And you know what I find? The work of Christ uh, back then. What was Christ's work then? Oh, we think about, yes, he came into the world, uh, the world knew him not. Uh, he came to be Israel's king. They turned him down. As far as Christ is concerned, I'm so thankful for, we think about the shed blood of Jesus Christ, because in it I find forgiveness of sin and what the Bible calls salvation. I'm glad to be saved. What can help me in an unstable world in knowing for sure that I'm a Christian and in being sure, you know, as far as the salvation that Jesus brings, oh, he, he brings the best. What, 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 what's the best? All right. He brings a salvation that gives perfect security. You know, I find in John chapter 10, verse 28, and I give unto them eternal life. And you know what he says? 
they shall never perish. What can help me in this insecure world, the rough weather of life, my friend, in knowing that I am saved? Oh, it's an anchor, the anchor of the soul, you know. Ephesians chapter 4 talks about how that we're sealed unto the day of redemption. Where did I find that? In the Bible, Ephesians 4. In the Bible, 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 5, it says, Oh, Simon Peter says, we're kept by the power of God. I'm glad to be saved. And as the world's just tossed about, my friend, uh, all kinds of beliefs, no security whatsoever. What do I find? I find in Jesus Christ, whether the forerunner is for us, even Jesus made an high priest. He provided for me salvation. As far as this salvation is concerned, you know what it does? It gives me another anchor. What? This salvation gives me not just security in the sense of maybe in my mind and maybe even in my heart, you know, uh, salvation forever, but it's, it's peace. It's described in the New Testament as being peace. Uh, in the Old Testament, Isaiah chapter 26, I like this verse, verse 3, an anchor of the soul, the anchor of peace. Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. Someone said this, in a storm, Sometimes God does not quiet the storm or stop the storm. He does not quiet the storm. He just quiets the child of God. Sometimes the storms can rage, but in your heart you have peace. All right, now this comes through the salvation as provided by the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus said, peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 7, the peace of God which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds, you know. Isn't it good that he gives peace? It's a cure for the problem of nerves. People are so worried about everything. We live in a world now that seems as if it's about to explode. It's going to fall apart. War is everywhere. Turmoil, you know. Second Timothy chapter 1 and verse 7 in the Bible. The anchor of the Word of God, they brought me to Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ brought me peace. Second Timothy chapter one and verse seven: God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love, and of a sound mind. What can help me? As far as I said, as we started here in an unstable world, what can stabilize us? The peace of God. Do you have it, sir? It's in Jesus Christ. You must trust him to be your savior. Not only just believe, you know. Thank God we can believe that he died for us. Yes, I, that, that, that was my belief since I was a small child, but I had to trust that belief for myself. He's my savior. And then you know what we got to look forward to? What keeps us stable in an unstable world? Knowing soon we'll get out of here. The anchor of the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus is that hope. Titus chapter 2 and verse 13, it says, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ. The coming of Christ, are you listening? There's no doctrine that will equip you for service like the daily anticipation that Jesus will come today. I'm looking for him. Are you? This is 
This is that 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 gives us security and hope. You know, when we're, you know, everything is just so unstable. I remember my father. My father's the third generation commercial fisherman. He would leave the dock in his boat when he was docked in uh, the Gulf Coast uh, in the. Uh, the state of Alabama, the harbor here in Bon Secours. Uh, he would leave and be gone anywhere from one to three weeks. If it was just one week, he would say, I will be back Saturday. We'll try to be at the dock by about 11 o'clock. Right? You know what I would do? Oh, I love my dad. And uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, oh, it just seemed like it was just so long. Dad was gone, you know. My dad was just a big giant of a man. I loved him. He loved me. And uh, Saturday, all right, I knew about 11 o'clock. So you know what I did about 9, 30, 10 o'clock? We had in front of our house a huge oak tree. As far as this oak tree is concerned, straight up in the air, you know, limbs to where I could climb into this. Part of it was leaning over the water. I'd climb up into the top of that tree and look out into Mobile Bay and wait to see the dot, the little dot on the horizon. Just keep waiting and waiting. And after a while, you know what happened? There was. There was that dot. And I could see it get bigger and bigger and bigger. And soon I could see the mast. And I could tell it was my father's vessel, all just break out with goose pimples all over my body because I get to see my dad, all thinking about the child of God. What keeps me stable? What am I looking for, you know, to get out of this world, this world of sorrow? It's an anchor of the soul. There's no doctrine that will equip you for service like the daily anticipation that Jesus may come today. Do you have the anchor of the soul. Until next week, this is Fisher Munn saying goodbye.